fancy managers, hello and welcome to the FPR Dates Game Week 35 preview show for the Premier League 21-22 season. This is Game Week 35. Today's show is powered by Esports Live and sponsored by Bonus Bank. As always, a massive thanks to our sponsor, Bonus Bank, for supporting us and our community this season. Make sure you check out their details in the caption below on how to take advantage of bookies promotions. It's free to set up, but you can also receive 25% off your first premium month with our discount code, which is FPL Addicts, and you'll find that in our caption. If you're watching, listening, and you're enjoying today's content, make sure you give our video uh, some love with a like and rating, and make sure you subscribe. And if you listen on uh, Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast platform, uh, make sure you leave us a review and a, a couple of comments in there. It really does help. I am joined by uh, last week's panel, uh, Ollie Walker-Peel and FPL Addicts Reedy. Uh, the boys are back in town and they've, they've joined us. The guru is still away on his holidays in Perth. Um, he has left us a few uh, comments to go through tonight for the guests for the uh, guru section. Um, and L is still... You know, El is he's on his, uh, I think it's gardening leave, I might, you might call it in a minute. <laughs> but no, I'm joking. El will be back in a, in a few weeks, hopefully just for the end of the season uh, for a last-minute cameo. But boys, uh, Reedy, you're on mute at the moment. So just before you get started, just give you a heads up. Yeah, but, yeah I'm on yeah, mute. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm ready. I'm ready to last, go. Last week, we left you when you were just heading to a Fantasy Football Fest in the UK. You're in London. You're in the uh, Summers Cafe. Um, you know, enjoying a big breakfast before the uh, the big session. How was it? Oh, it was absolutely brilliant, mate. The breakfast was good too, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, as you may have heard on the end of uh, last week's uh, pod before it fin- finished, um, you know, there was something mentioned uh, to do with a big sausage, but we won't go into that now. We'll talk about fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it was absolutely brilliant, fantastic. Um, amazing to meet so many, so many FPL um, sort of managers, but also just people. You know what I mean? Um, so many people, sort of, who are active on the Twitter community and, and who aren't as well, uh, who just love playing the game. And um, yeah, so people travelled from you know here, there, and everywhere. Um, Scotland, you know, down south, up north, wherever you want to call it, um, and also America as well. Wow. Um, Insane. The guy flying from the states, yeah, FPL uh, steps. Um, yeah, big shout out to him because you know the commitment was it was obviously there to see. He's passionate about it, but not only that, he got to see um, uh, the Liverpool lads uh, beat beat United at Anfield as well. So that was a, a lovely treat for him. Uh, first time ever he'd been to Anfield. I think he'd been wanting to go for years. He might have even got to another game as well. I don't know if it was Liverpool Everton, um, but yeah. In regards to fancy fancy football fest, great setup by Ed and uh, Gianni. Um, did a great job. Um, you know, had lots of stuff going on. As I say, guests on the stage. He had um, you know James and, and Kelly Summers up there uh, hosting. Um, Ed did some stand up. Um, you know, did a quiz, and they also had the the guys from FBL Juice. Um, whose podcast I thoroughly enjoy um, doing a uh, guest the player, which they do on their pod, um, but they had that going at, at Fest as well. So yeah. just all around, great guys. I really, really did enjoy it, and I'm looking forward to the to the next one. Yeah, fantastic stuff, mate. And obviously, we loved it when you you were on a you did a takeover on the FBR Addicts uh, pod Instagram. Yeah, you, you posted yeah. a few videos up there, and you went live for about an hour, and you didn't realise, which was I had a few sherbets, didn't I? A few shandies in, mate. And yeah, I was a few like, sherbets. Yeah. I was getting yeah. messages left, right, and centre, going, "What is going on on the yeah. Instagram I think, live?" 
Do you know what? I think I, I don't think I've put it back, put it on there. I might have taken it down just because I think it was quite soon after, maybe the day after. I thought I don't know what I've what I've put on there or said, so I don't want to like. What's going on, mate? All yeah, sorts. that one for an hour. I was actually speaking to Mark Southerns, who, as yeah. you know, most of the FPL community and whatnot know, he's a, he's a bit of a legend, um, you know, and he's um, you know he's one of the, the sort of OGs, if you like. Um, who was working for the Premier League, you know, doing, you know, having an input on, you know, the game itself that we all play. Um, so I was chatting to him for quite a while and what his thoughts were on um, on next season and what maybe sort of changes will come into it, if any, you know, because that could happen. They might just keep it as it is. Um, but then a lot of people do think that there does need to be changes made and things like that. So, uh, you know, an extra chip or something got thrown in there where, oh, what if you get all these chips at the beginning of the season yeah. and then the second half of the season, you get the same amount of chips again. I mean, that would yeah, well, just, just be... Imagine that. I mean, having that many, but... Oh. That'd be like having, uh, you know, your Super League and having the best of everything there, wouldn't it? Like be having ultimate mm. stuff. But... Because you went to the fest, mate, it was, um, you know, I'm sure you've got so much that you want to kind of share today as well. So we're we'll looking forward to getting to that and getting a bit more insight off you because I'm sure there's a lot of strategies floating about and, you know, a lot of tips and stuff to share. So that is the best thing about it. And a guy who hosted the Australian version, Ollie Walker Peel, uh, he, he obviously hosted the FL Social along with uh, Elliot and obviously myself producing the background. Uh, obviously, no way, no way as big as the, um, the English version, but we'll get there. Ollie, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm very well, mate. You you going all right? Yeah, things good, pal. And what did you manage to catch any of the uh, fantasy football fest stuff? Um, I had a look back at the at the Instagram takeover. Good stuff by reading <laughs> always. Um, I had a little look sure over. It was it, good, but... <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a little bit of a look over. Um, you know, um, obviously it's a massive event, and yeah, you know, to to have hosted the Australian version as we're calling it was 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 good. Hopefully we can get, you know, keep growing it just like that one, you know, obviously the football fest over there, but you just look at it and you go, you look at the guests and the hosts and the, the panellists and you just think, you know, Unreal. it was wonderfully run. It was brilliantly yeah. run from the bits that I saw and, you know, hats off to everyone involved, really. Brilliant. Well, on today's show, we're going to obviously get a preview. Um, we're going to review last week's results, see what assets um, obviously hit it and who didn't. And who we're going to ship out this week, ready for the preview for this week. But if we look at some of the results from uh, game week 34, um, obviously it, 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 it didn't go to a great start with uh, United versus Arsenal for, you know, for the Arsenal assets. I was fuming because obviously I took Saka out of my team on the podcast last week and he obviously scored against United even better. So a double blow for myself. Um, United, obviously, I'm just kind of giving up on them during the week. Uh, I was in the Gold Coast, you know, on, away on holiday for the weekend. So uh, didn't, uh, I was quite glad I missed most of the game and caught the highlights. Uh, but that wasn't a massive one for me. Um, Ollie, anything you've caught your eye? What games did you see or what assets did you want to look at and review? Um, I didn't watch a lot of Premier League football this week. The, the main game that I actually did watch was Arsenal-Man United, which you've already obviously touched upon. And it probably was my favourite game of the week, considering Saka was about the only player in my team who did anything. Um, so if I could touch on that in a bit more detail, that'd be great. Obviously, you had, the goal, had Tavares with his goal. Uh, when I've watched him, I've just been thinking that he's probably not up to it at Premier League level. But, you know, good, to, good for him to you know have him score. Then Bakayo Saka, obviously... You know, got a little bit lucky with the whole VAR thing because obviously Eddie and Ketia had scored. Saka was on for the assist anyway because he was obviously brought down, I believe. I think he was, was Saka brought. I think Saka was the one fouled, and then Ketia scored, so Saka would have been on for the assist. Yeah. Uh, but obviously got the goal. Um, 
got the assist for Tamara's goal as well. Um, I was really surprised as to what happened there because initially I didn't see on the replay that the, that the Hayer obviously made the save. Um, yeah. The brilliant save as well, if I may, if I may say so. Stunning so save. Tavares was just there. Thank you very much. But Saka's been brilliant for me this season. Um, and he got my game week off to a flyer. And shame it couldn't really continue on that same sort of trajectory from there on in. But I think Saka, I think I was a bit surprised when you were getting rid of him on the pod. I think that was a bit of a mistake. I know obviously it's United, it's your team. So I can kind of oh, understand shit. it. But, well, <laughs> obviously, but, but I, I was just thinking, Jack, what are you doing? Uh, and obviously I was right for once. So that, that worked out well. Yeah, I think, listen up. Saka's had a good run, right? And I just felt that Mount was going to offer more. I thought I was going to get that train. And then I thought Kuleski would still have something left in the tank. So Saka's been great for me, to be fair. Um, so I felt it was a good move in my head, but obviously terrible decision and lost out on the points and also United losing. So yeah, even even better. But read it. What have you, what did you, uh, you know, check out over the, over the last weekend, mate? Uh, games wise, um, you know, which some good games in there. I, I did actually watch that Arsenal United game, um, which was well, a great let's move, game. Let's move on from there. Yeah, no, on. no, no, it was good. I was just going to say it was a great game. No, just yeah. to touch upon it quickly, it was a great game, and I think United were very much in that game. They weren't, mm. they weren't sort of as bad as maybe we've, we've seen them lately. And I thought they did handle Arsenal quite well. Just Arsenal took the chances and handle Arsenal just, well. It's, it's a shocking thing to say, isn't it? No, well, it is in the past, based on what we're, what we're looking at in the past. But what we're talking about from now is is that that Bruno Fernandes penalty miss was the key moment in the game. That yeah. was the if if he had scored that, who knows what the, would have happened? But as Goals I say, change games, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on from that, um, I think you know the highlight or the best game to to kind of pick out for me. Um, I'm not going to go for the Liverpool game because it wasn't the best game. Probably Newcastle. Um, I know they were playing Norwich, who, you know, by any means aren't, um, you know, the most um, sort of, they don't play uh, ticky-tacker football like Barcelona, <laughs> far from it. Um, but, you know, look at Newcastle lately. They've just been absolutely amazing. That guy, Bruno Gomares, um, you know, contributing again, getting a, a lovely goal. I mean, what, what a goal it was as well. Just cool, uh, calm, collected. And Joe Linton, what's going on? I mean, Elliot Craig... He's probably there. Doing cheer- cheer- yeah, doing cheer- celebrations around his bedroom or the restaurant, wherever he works. I don't know what he was doing at the time, but, you know, Jolington <laughs> has, has uh, looked uh, like a different beast lately. And I mean, I think that's because of the likes of Bruno Gamara's being in the side and the position he's now taking up. But that first goal that, that Jolington scored... I just loved that goal. I really, really did like it. The way he came onto the ball, wrapped his foot round it and just slammed it in. Um, so that for me, Newcastle looking really confident at the moment. Um, 3-0 win. Brilliant. I did expect Norwich to get a goal, but all fair to Newcastle. Newcastle defended really well. I think was expecting a pooky kind of goal in there, weren't they? Yeah, it was a poopy party, wasn't it? As uh, Quentin uh, would say on <laughs> the amateurs of us. Um, but I'm sure he'll be back. But yeah, that, that for me was... It's probably the standout that I, um, you know, uh, enjoyed the most. Yeah, fair enough. And obviously, we look at the likes of some assets that are still performing well. We, you know, Trossard getting the assist on there. Danny, Danny Welbeck even getting on the on the score sheet. Ward Prowse, you know, he's he's been um, he's ever present in every single game. Set piece specialist and scored some nice goals as well. He, he got himself a brace. Manchester City still delivering. What about this Jesus quadruple? Talk to me about that, Ollie. Did you see much of that? Uh, it's mental. Like, obviously, you know, 
it's been a bit of a weird one, Gabriel Jesus, because yeah. Bruce, you know, obviously through some fans he doesn't get the respect he deserves, and people call him a flop or whatever. And he's a bit inconsistent for mine, Gabriel Jesus, because he can be he can go missing for so long and then mm. just do this, just obliterate teams. But oh, no whenever you see whenever you see a striker bag four, you just think, wow, like where's this come from? Um, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, how Jesus finishes the season. Beyond that, we're not too sure what's going to happen, obviously. But you know, it's going to be interesting to see if you know how much they play him. You know, what they prioritise with the obviously with the uh, Champions League as well. Um, but you know, whenever a striker scores for you, just take your hat off and just applaud them. Um, and even though it is Watford who are dead and buried in terms of their Premier League status for next season, there's no chance they're staying up. But even still, you can only play what's in front of you. And Gabriel Jesus played it very well. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I got a lot. I think he went on a bit of a run when he was playing out on the right hand side. You know, kind of like the start to mid part of the season. Did really well in there. Then went quiet, as you say. Um, but yeah, step back up, playing more centrally again, and getting you know stepping up to the Aguero. You know, trying to fill his boots. You know, this is what they wanted out of Jesus. He just, you know, he. Hasn't really done that, but when you score four goals, unbelievable. I think he came out with 24 points this week in that one. So, you know, hats off to him. And I think Elliot Craig had him in his draft team against me this week. He beat me by one point. Uh, so, you know, I'll put that down to uh, oh. is he's doing that. Yeah, killer, man. Killer. Um, you know, obviously, um, United finished off all right this morning with Ronaldo getting that goal back. Thank goodness. Um, what a screamer. I think he scored nine in the last, you know, nine in the last five, I think it is. For United, so unbelievable stuff from uh, Cristiano and looking looking good. Um, yeah, so I think that kind of wraps up. You know where we're at there. Any, anything else to mention from the the players and assets and teams from the last week? I'm just gonna. You know how much I hate mentioning talking about Burnley, but I just Go think on, uh, I just think they deserve some credit. Oof, times are changing. Wait a minute, hey, this mate. The only reason why I want to mention Burnley is because throughout the week, I've been having a bit of an ultimatum because I've been saying all this whole time, I'm going to be saying Burnley are definitely going to come down. Burnley are coming down. And I genuinely now don't think they will. I think they're onto a thriller with uh, with with Michael Jackson in charge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's going to be interesting to see whether they do anything. I think I think it's set up. I think uh, they're going to stay up and it's it pains me to say that and any Blackburn fans watching might crucify me but I can only call what I see and I think Everton are going to go down. Yeah, wow. And, you know, Burnley have got this run of games. They've got Watford away next, Aston Villa at home, Aston Villa away, uh, Tottenham away, which is obviously tricky one, then finish on Newcastle at home on game week 38. So, you know, the FDR has gone down as four greens uh, out of five, which might be a bit um, optimistic. However, like you said, they've got this run of games now. Jackson um, looking, you know, he's kind of shored things up there, hasn't he? Um, and yeah, they're on a bit of a run, so that'll be really interesting. Yeah, I really um, do think it's going to be between Leeds and Everton. I, I, I feel like Leeds have got into a, a bit of a tricky run in as well. Yeah, and I think City, oh, Arsenal, Chelsea. Yeah. yeah Next three yeah. games, that is tough going for um, Ted Lasso. At Leeds, but yeah, Burnley. Interesting to see what happens there, and you know we might get um, Ollie Walker peel a Burnley shirt at the end of the season. If they yeah, we will well, listen, Jack. We've got this no, on videotape now. It's it's recorded, mate. On videotape, so, yeah, we've got a videotape as well. There we it's go. all yeah. No Never chance. I will not. I will not wear that for any money. <laughs> Give me a million dollars. It's not a million. A million dollars. There's no chance I'm wearing it. No, no way. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. But over to our mini leagues now. This is the you know where the standings for game week uh, 34, where we're all at. 
only five kind of game weeks left, uh, four game weeks left now, uh, four games. Uh, and Billy Brannigan is sitting top of the three mini. 51 points this week, 2,391 overall. Not bad at all. Um, Chammer in second. And Matty Lawrence has come from kind of nowhere there to come to third place, two decades, one cup. Uh, 62 points he got for this week and 2,377 he sits on. So, yeah, we've got um, Matty Lawrence. I don't remember seeing him in there last week, but congrats to him. Cal Brook in fourth, Paul Gilmore in fifth. FPL plan is still dropping away, but still pretty good week. 63 points he's signed sixth place. So not bad from him. And over to our paid mini, you know, this is where the cash prize comes in from uh, FBL Addicts. Steve Ward has climbed up the ladder to take over Jordy Wilson, who, who was in first. He's moved back down to second. Steve Ward has gone back up. A bit of a yo-yo first and second now for Steve. 76 points. What a week for him. So he's sat now in pole position. His free hit has paid off big time there. He's um, he captain Havertz with 16 points. Um, he's he brought Alonso in there as well with a 19 on uh, unreal stuff, and he kept all of uh, Saka in the midfield as well. So 76 points, a really good week for him. Sat in first place. If he stays there now, is one thousand dollars cash prize for him. Reedy, there must be a lick in his lips now. Oh yes, he most certainly is, mate. Um, and he's he's been doing well for you know the last couple of months or so. It's it's there to see and. Fair play to him. Uh, played his free hit. Probably some would say a bit unlucky because most people, um, if not everyone, thought that City wouldn't concede against Wofford, and he had um, you know double City defence, and even Raheem Sterling he had him as well, and and he didn't deliver, um, which you know people who brought in Sterling would have been um, kicking uh, I don't know kicking the dustbin if you like, but um, yeah he's doing great. But you know listen, I, I've said this a few times now, and I don't think Donal Breslin. We've seen the last of him. I really don't. Um, he's got some chips left. I know that. I know he's got his bench boost in his free hit. So I, I do expect him to climb up there. And with these, um, with the, the double, double game week next week, I think we're going to see a real shift in terms of the table. But um, yeah, this is Wardy's moment. Shout out to him and, and, you know, well done to him for now. Yeah, cracking work from Wardy in there. And as you said, there's still... A lot to play for. As you mentioned, Donald there, he's got down to fourth position, but he is only, what, 50 points, you know, less than 50 points behind. So he's definitely still in it. And I think there's, there is a bit of wiggle room in there to, to gain because you look at Jordy, who got uh, 46 this week, and Steve, who got uh, 30, plus, 30 more points in first position. So there's definitely points there to gain. Uh, we've just been joined by a few of our regulars, your drinking partner, Reedy. Uh, Matt Kaplan's joined us, uh, so oh, I'm, sure wanna, I'm sure you want to say hello to him. Uh, but oh, thanks for joining yeah. us, Mike. I'm sure you're you're a bit dusty the day after. Uh, along oh, with that, man, that man! I'll tell you this much: that man is an absolute. <laughs> he is. He is literally. He's a legend. Um, you know, we went fast. And, um, you know, me and him were, were still, um, you know, still going strong <laughs> after midnight. And, um, you know, he was going to the Arsenal United game the next day um, on the Good Sunday. Man. And uh, I literally got a message from him probably about 6pm uh, UK time, of course. Um, I was already home by then. Um, and he no, he was still out. He was still out. was still going after the Arsenal United game. And so he's an absolute legend. And it was a pleasure to get to meet him and, uh, and get to know him. So, uh, yeah, big up, Mike. Big up, Mike. And obviously, back to just with the paid mini, I just mentioned a few other ones. Uh, in this week, we had our manager of the week, and that goes to Brian Burke. He received 80 points to claim his first manager of the week performance. So uh, let's just have a look and see where 
uh, Brian is. I think he's a bit further down. So he's uh, yeah, a bit, he is a bit further down there along along with me. Uh, where is he on here, Brian? 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 He is. Oh, he is second from bottom under there. But he does you know receive twenty dollars for his for his efforts, and he's you know he's still going in strong there. Still got plenty of chips to play. So uh, well done, Brian, in there with the Perth Mildcats. Great work, mate. But it is getting a bit tense up here now and a bit tight at the top. Top four, they've got, they have got that 40 point breakaway from the top four with the cash prize ones, but there's still one more week as well to play in the for the manager of the month. And I can tell you at the moment, the manager of the month, James Gasden, is at the top. So one more game week to play. Uh is on 283. Um is what six points clear of Mark Sargent and Steve Ward in there. So still a bit to play for. Um, Tom Stones is still in the mix, even Matty Day. Ollie Walker Peel on 259. You're in the seventh position at the moment with Mornington Rovers for manager of the month. So yeah, still still possible in there, Ollie. I'll just bring it up on screen so you can see it. Um, would, would this be, am I right in saying this would be James Gasden's potentially his second manager of the month? This will be his second. So he's done nothing else all season apart from <laughs> Eight weeks and potentially claiming four hundred dollars. <laughs> so we'll yeah, see what happens there, of James. This, this now, I didn't realise that I was still in contention for manager of the month, and this now free hit, mate. Free hit. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. I, I, we discussed this off air that I was going to play my free hit, and I was sort of saying, "Is it too early? Am I going to be, you know, am I going to? Is it going to, you know, I'm going to be made pay by it?" But I could be. You know, paying other things if I can yeah. win these two hundred dollars. You can be making bank, bro. I think I think I'm too far back. I'll be honest. I think I'm too far back, but I may as well go hell for leather and try and try and get there. Um, so I was going to play my free hit anyway. Um, I've got three hours on the or two and a half hours on the train tomorrow to various places, so I'll probably work out a free hit team on there. I've got absolutely no idea at the present moment who I'm going to put in that team, but. Probably, you know, on the commute tomorrow, I'll try and work something out, um, try and throw 15 players together and see what I can do. There we go. But James Gaston is listening. He's saying it's coming home. <laughs> He's going to be 400 smackers. He thinks it's a done deal already. So we'll have to see what happens. It's going to be a good uh, good game week this now. Game on. Uh, Mike's just mentioned um, he finished at 10 a.m. Sunday morning. So that is a hell of a shift, Mike. Well done. Not bad for a southerner, that, mate. Um, oh. Over to uh, the women's, which we'll mentioned our women's mini, of course. Karen Spence, first place, 84 points. Unreal stuff from her. Uh, and Lynn in second, she got 83 points, but she's sitting 75 behind Karen. So it looks like Karen is kind of uh, pulling away now. Unbelievable stuff from her. And Leanne in third. Some big points in there. Uh, Karen is actually 28K overall. That is pretty big. Uh, read it on the, at the FPL Fest. Who, who was the highest ranked manager there? Oh, there was there was loads, but um, without a shadow of a doubt, it's uh, got to be FPL mate um, Dan. He's uh, he's currently sat at about twenty um, ninth in the world, I think twenty ninth, twenty eighth. It may even been. Um, so mm. you know, in terms of a content creator, what he what he actually does in his YouTube videos and so on. Um, great lad though as well, absolutely top lad. Um, you know, spoke to him quite a bit, and uh, yeah, so that's that's the highest. But you know, in terms of rank as well, it was so varied. You know, I'm sat obviously at 220, 20 odd k at the moment, and there were people there, you know, 10k, um, you know, 83k and whatnot. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't kind of like oh well, I'm better ranked than you, so you know this that and the other. It was just 
yeah, it was just fascinating to, to to hear how people obviously play their season because, as we know, not everyone plays the the sort of um, FPL the same, really. So um, yeah, no, I mean, and we definitely know that about you, mate. Changing week by week, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> over to uh, someone who's probably not. Uh, that high in the in the, uh, in the league is David Watts sitting sixth position in the podcast mini one point four overall, but he's had a hell of a week seventy one points. Statman stepping up, he's got a couple of chips to play as well, so he's making a bit of a late push uh, to uh, to, collect, uh, to come after Elliot Craig and myself. So we're me and Elliot are in fifth and fourth respectively. Elliot didn't have a great week; he kind of let himself down there, forty six points, um, and that let let me in and go eight points ahead of him on my team. And as we mentioned already, um, I did take an eight-point hit last week. I brought two Chelsea assets in, took Saka out, um, and I also put uh, Laporte in. Uh, yeah, Laporte it was. And I went Broha up top instead of Denis, so I missed out on some extra points. But Alonso killed it for me in there. Obviously, he got the goal against United as well. Uh, got the um, assist for against United, uh, and he scored against uh, West Ham uh, for the winner. Got that right way around, haven't I? Um, and yeah, four, 64 points overall. Pretty happy with that. Like the you know the points kind of paid off with the extra taking the hit, which I kind of much needed in there. Uh, Spurs not doing great in that in that game. Um, you know, in their game, I think they got a shot on target. I think the Guru was saying in the last couple of games, so they've not been too too great. Got Salah with the captain choice, twelve points. Obviously. Um, you know, Alonso would have been a good one, but I think everyone else, if I picked anyone else, then uh, would have ended up on about the same anyway. So, yeah, not not too bad. And, um, yeah, we'll see how we go on that. Obviously, as you mentioned, Reedy, the Watford goal against City killed me a bit with my double up with uh, my City defenders at the back. Not ideal. But over to you, Reedy. Third third place, he's sitting third in the FPL Addicts Mini League in between us lot with the Renegades. 59 points, you did take another hit. Did you say you weren't taking hits last week? I don't know. I think no. I think I, I think I'd said I'd already made. So you were Yeah. Oh, you already yeah. moved through cocktail, didn't you? Um, I messed it. No, no. Wait there. That was my was free. That, hit. that was my free hit the week before. So that was week four, wasn't it, yeah, yeah, last so, week when I spoke to you guys uh, before. You weren't, first, you weren't taking a hit. <laughs> no, no. I already had. I think I already had. I made my moves after my free hit. I'd already kind of made my moves earlier. It was oh, Lewis, okay. it was Diaz and Mount and uh, Pukia brought in, and that's why I've got the minus eight. Um, right. You know, as I've alluded to previously, my defense was um, it was in tatters anyway. But for me, the likes of Nick Pope finally coming through, get me a nice ten pointer there. Yeah, you know, so thank yeah, you. I've got to that, mention him in mine actually. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, well, the Pope. Exactly, it's been a long time coming because he's had a few doubles <laughs> over the last few weeks, and they yeah. obviously barely conceded. But yeah, it's nice to see. So that was that was good. Um, and then you know after that, really, Livermento unfortunately done his ACL. Uh, he had to go off yeah, early Southampton yeah. against Brighton. So you know who knows? I, I can't I can't remember if at, at that point before he went off, they'd already conceded. I think. I think did they score in the first two minutes? I think Brighton did. I think they might have, you know. So anyway, yeah, he went off. Van Dijk clean sheet for me. Rudiger played last night uh, against you, your lads there, Jack. But um, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo had something else to say about the clean sheet for Chelsea. Sure did. And um, yes, yeah, Salah got got himself an assist. Fairly quiet from him, so to speak. Um, my gamble Mount didn't really pay off, did it? Double, um, you know. It's a fair shout, though, to be fair. I think, obviously, a lot of people captain. I don't know the actual number and what, who captained him, but you know, I'm sure it was a fair whack, and it, it kind of made sense, you know? Same, he's, same the cheapest, he's the cheapest sort of midfielder 
Um, cheapest price uh, midfielder asset, yeah, for Chelsea. So it's like 7.7. So, you know, other than that, really, you're going to get in the likes of maybe Habits, who's guaranteed to start. If not, you bring in Werner. But yeah, it, like you say, another week, it could have went great. He could have scored a couple of goals, yeah. got an assist, but it just wasn't to be. Uh, Saka, though, I was really happy with uh, with him getting um, getting me the points. So that was nice to see. And then um, Luis Diaz chipping in with a little assist near the end of the game for Origi for Liverpool. So, yeah, quiet up top for the boys. Kane and Puki, nothing there either, um, which was annoying or disappointing from a Harry Kane perspective. He's Got yeah. quiet last two games. Yeah, he's blank, blank in the last four. Yeah, you know, yeah, out of four, yeah. so, hit, hit big one in one. Yeah. yeah, so Tottenham, in all fairness, though, as I think maybe Ollie said about you know their shots lately, um, you know it's not been great. But I'm sure at some point they'll they'll bang again. And you know when they do bang Spurs, normally it's uh, you know it's a good few goals that they score. So hopefully that's the that's the case against Leicester this weekend. But that's how I went minus eight. So it took me to fifty one overall. I think I still beat the average. So can't grumble too much. Can't complain with that. Good stuff, mate. And a guy who, who made two free transfers and kept and retained his 59 points and stayed ahead of you as well, Reedy. Ollie Walker, Peel, Mornington Rovers. How did your team go, mate? Again, it was the Saka show in midfield, wasn't it? Um, other than that, I really didn't have too much to shout about. But Kyle Saka, what a legend. Great bloke, it seems like. Great footballer. You know, what's not to like? Um, Leicester as well did decent things in the defence with Schmeichel and... James Justin, um, a bit of a intruder in the back there, Jack, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> dog, stre- dog streaking, bit a, yeah. Bit of a dog in the background. It was the Foxes that got the job done for me, though. 16 <laughs> po- uh, 14 <laughs> points in defence, sorry, uh, nice. with the two lesser assets, which is nice. I uh, had the Bravka on the bench, but obviously I had Michael there, so it didn't really cost me. Um, and then outside of that, it's just pretty awful. Tottenham awful. Chelsea didn't really do a lot. Um, Erdegaard did nothing. So, yeah, it was pretty lucky that I had Saka there and the Leicester defenders. As I say, taking the free hit, I've got triple Leicester, triple Tottenham. Triple Leicester defence, triple Tottenham attack, and they're playing each other this week. So, no chance am I going with that. Um, just while we've been going, I've just been trying to whip a team up. Um, I'm into my midfield at the moment. So, hopefully by the end of the podcast, I might have my first free hit draft. Very, oh, lovely. very oh, loose yeah, well, when we get into the pre- when we get into the preview section, mate, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll have to we'll share that screen. Do, but we, we I've got I've do. got something I've got something there. Um, I'm In not the sure about it at the moment, but um, but I'll keep building it across the podcast. I, I wonder if there's any mind games going to be going on because we have got the uh, the listeners on. Um, you know, James Gasner is chasing this now, so we'll let the mind games begin. Oh. <laughs> Um, but if we go on to the guru who was sitting pretty at the top, he had a hell of a nightmare this week. Thirty-seven points. He'll be he'll be um, kicking himself with this week. Um, he has dropped down to eighty k overall. Still an outstanding position to be in. However, yeah. we know the guru will have a high standard in there and not too happy. He obviously had the formidable formidable three three up top there with Richardson, Wood, and Broha. Um, none of them kind of doing any business at all. Um, Richardson, good, good, good one to have. I've got a double game week coming up. Um, a couple of du- double game week, sorry. So maybe the better asset for Mevin to have. Not too sure if he's still got his wild card to play. Um, sure he's got a free he's hit left. Free he's, hit. Got free, he's got a free hit. He's on, he's so, on the beach, though, the guru. He's on the beach. He is right? on the beach. He's got, he's got his feet. He's got his pina colada in his hand, uh, yeah, enjoying yeah. himself. I had a little chat with him a while ago. Um, you know, we exchanged a few voice notes, probably when I was closer to catching him at that point. And um, he was telling me when he does go on his, his trips away and he maybe visits, uh, you know, visits family that 
he sort of switches off a little bit from FPL. So, um, you know, I know Ollie's um, ears might have pricked up from that, especially with him playing his free hit, gained some ground on him. And same for me as well. I've still got, got some catching to do him and uh, catch up with all and, um, and the guru. But um, yeah, 37, it's obviously below below standard for, for what the guru normally expects um, and gets. So um, long may continue, eh, all for now. Absolutely. <laughs> I have a chance, Absolutely. mate. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I look, to be honest, again, I think I was just thinking when we looked at the women's league, I was I was giving Aaron Spence the trophy. And I think that that was the easiest league to to wrap up. I think it's the same in our podcast mini as well. I think that you can almost give that one to the guru. Not that I want to concede it too easily, but I to be honest, I'd be very surprised if I can. No, no, it. it's all right. I'll, you're doing a United, mate. You concede, and it's it's fine. It's you know. But look, look, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not as much a basket case as as. Potentially they are. <laughs> um, I love it. We're in a lot of trouble, mate. A bit like Blackburn um, about ten years ago. Still, still now. But but look, um, look what can you what can you do? Um, United will bounce back. I'll bounce back. Hopefully, hopefully I can um, hopefully I can win it. But I, I don't see it. You've got, to, you've got to be you've got to be in it. Keep the pressure on, mate. And you never know. We'll see where we end yeah. up. But just to mention as well, bonus bank in the FPL Addicts Mini uh, in the private league there. So we had a, a select group of our uh, FPL managers join this competition by invite only. The winner does receive a year's premium subscription. So first place at the minute, Donald. He is hanging on to that top position in there. He has won 25 games uh, in his head because it is a head-to-head competition. I am enjoying this one, although I'm a bit further down. Elliot Craig is enjoying it because he's in eighth. Uh, Ospike in fifth. We know you're watching, mate, so uh, shout out to you. Hope you're doing well. Uh, he just mentioned earlier from his team, he's been holding on to Bruno for the two double game weeks and a total of four points has killed him. He has killed a lot of managers in there. Uh, but shout out to you, mate. Christopher Reed, Reedy, you're in ninth in there. Ollie in 11th. Uh, me and the Guru are in, what, 13th and 14th. So that is looking, shaping up quite good. But Donald is on for the subscription there, which is worth 450 bucks. So nice work from him. Um, but yeah, lads. So the Guru has given us uh, a couple of tips for this game week. Uh, Gazden is looking for a couple of picks as well for his team to try and uh, take out this manager of the month. So let's just have a look what he's got on in. Just tell me what you boys think of this. So in the guru section today, his differentials that he's kind of picked. Phil Foden has made it 6.2% owned. Um, obviously, City with a great run of fixtures. Um, obviously, no one knows how much game time he's going to get, but the guru has put him in there. Um, his next pick, Wilfred Zaha, Crystal Palace, 5.4% owned. Guru, and- he's reading my mind with his free hits. I think you might, have, you, might, you might have written this guru section, mate. Is that why? No. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I mean, I, I'm the second best manager in the league. The best one is at Yes, me. that is correct. The, that is correct. Mini, so, uh, you know, if you want to be taking advice <laughs> off anybody, uh, maybe for this week only, potentially it's me or or, or Reedy. Never. So, yeah, so, what, so, what, so what are you liking from, Jack, uh, right. what are you liking him from Zaha, mate? Um, I just, I think, I, I'm obviously thinking of this week because obviously I'm playing my free here. Southampton away, a lot there's a, having a look at the fixtures, there's not too many that jump off the page, and for some reason, that one does a little bit. Um, obviously, Zaha at the moment, he's been Palace's best player for years. Um, he's on okay form, um, eight points against Arsenal, five against Leicester, eight against Wolves, had 15 against Watford, had a brace there. So, he's probably Palace's most informed player, 
unless I'm missing somebody. Gallagher's not been that great in the league recently. So I, mm. I, I like Zaha at least for this week, and they've got a good run um, for the rest of the season. So if you're not playing a free hit and you're looking for the rest of the season, I think they've got a few greens in there of, uh, of Palace. So I, I like that shout a lot, and I'll be going with him this week for sure. There you go. All right. So, you know, a couple of the listeners know who's made your free hit so far. Uh, the Let's next pick is the, yeah, his third and final pick is um, what's he called now? He is called, I just had it up a second ago, and he's called Nathan Collins from Burnley. And the Burnley asset has made his team 4.3 million, uh, what is it, 0.3% ownership. So, hardly anyone's picked him in there, but he has got himself. Uh, where is it? 19 points in his last two games. He got himself a goal. He's scored two goals this season, two in his last five. So he is on form. Um, so if you're looking for a cheap defender in there, differential, he could be a good one. Obviously, uh, Ollie was mentioning uh, Burnley before. They've got a good set of fixtures coming up, a couple of clean sheet possibilities. And if this guy scores again, you know, there you go. So he could be a nice little pick for your teams, whether you're, you're free hitting, whether you're wild carding, or you've just got to you know, try to make, make a bit of room in there for some extras. Captains, the guru are selected. Cancelo for City. Mo Salah, of course, the perma. And big Phil Coutinho for obviously they're playing Norwich this week, Aston Villa. Mike has actually just mentioned there a lot of people piling on um, you know, on Aston Villa assets as well. But for a captain pick, Coutinho versus City uh, versus Norwich. Um, Reedy, what do you think of that one? Not a bad chat at all. Um, you know, we're all aware of Coutinho and, and how he go, how good he is, I should say, um, in his home fixtures. Um, Norwich have just took a 3-0 beating from, from Newcastle. Albeit Aston Villa haven't been on their best um, best form and sort of, um, not on the beach, I would say, but, you know, the, the kind of not winning games you'd expect them to. So um, I think the Phil, Phil Coutinho is a great shout from the Guru in terms of captain. Um, pick, you know, um, you know, Collins. Though he was saying about being a differential, you know, that's fantastic, really. But um, yeah, Mo Salah, he's an obvious one, isn't he? He's just been named the um, the um, you know FWA Footballer of the Year as well, the Egyptian King. So you know, that's not a bad shout against Newcastle. Um, and who was the other one? The first one for captain, captain uh, Cancelo. Cancelo, I like that one because that's. If anything, it's it really is a different pick. City have got leads. You know, can they keep a clean sheet? There's your six points or twelve points if you're captain him. Can he get an assist or a goal? You know, he could well do that. So, uh, I really like that one as well. That's certainly of the three, uh, the most differential captain pick. That's for sure. Yeah, and um, obviously, just be aware, Phil Coutinho not hit since game week twenty eight. So Aston Villa have been way out of form from when he obviously first arrived. He was unbelievable, wasn't he? But Obviously, a nice fixture on the back of that 3 0 uh, loss from, Nor- uh, from Norwich against Newcastle. So, like you said, it's um, I like the pick. Cancelo, um, he's got 40% ownership. So, a lot of people can consider him for this week. Um, and obviously, as you'll be aware from the players that I've read out, no Spurs players for once. No Kane, no Son uh, from the Guru. He does not fancy his Spurs, his beloved Spurs this week. That is really interesting. But the curveball captain, Ollie, who do you reckon this is? Could be anybody. Um, Correct. It could be anybody. You're right. Could be anybody in the Premier. I've got no it idea. Could be you. <laughs> I've got no footballing ability. Absolutely none. So it's definitely not me. It is none other than Cristiano Ronaldo. He's put down oh. as his curveball captain. Curveball um, captain Ronaldo. Wow. 
Curveball, is that captain. Enough, is, that, is that curveball enough to be curveball? I think I think so because I mean, I think a lot of people will shift United assets out, right? Twenty percent ownership is still very low considering it is Ronaldo. Um, he's coming to a, obviously form um, a lot of form just recently. I mean, he's been United standout player. So if you're going to pick a United player, you're probably going to pick Ronaldo out of all the players. Um, I think obviously I'm just going to look at his motion if he's got a big transfers in. He is the seven no six. As of right now, the sixth most transferred player in this week in the round. Um, That's so a strange one, considering United um, don't have a game in 37. I, I wouldn't have thought people would have been bringing him in. Um, yeah, but I mean, it is yeah. a curveball. It's 100%. Yeah, it's a curveball. You know, if you think a lot of people, if you've got those chips still handy, you know, for this week, you might be bringing him in, captain him, mm. and then obviously ship him out again. But, you know, um, he, scored, he scored, what, five in his last four. Man's on fire. Curveball captain it is. So that is the guru section. Uh, differentials again, Colin, Nathan Collins, Phil Foden, Wilfred Zaha, captain picks, Cancelo, Salah and Coutinho and the curveball captain for this week, Ronaldo. No Spurs players, I repeat, no Spurs players from the guru. Can't believe it. Um, but boys, what we'll do, we'll uh, what preview uh, your moves for this week. Uh, we'll go to, we'll do me and Reedy first and then we'll kind of help, well not help, but we'll uh, look at the free hit from Oli. Um, so Reedy, what moves are you looking at making this week, my man? Oh, well, I've made them already, boys. Oh, do I bring Josh Hayes screen? Do I bring up your team? Oh, read it out? Oh. Or not? Yeah, I'll do it. Go on, let's do it. There we go. Share oh, the man. screen. Pitch back, Josh. There we go. Right. Okay, so for me this week, boys... Uh, I don't know if you can see that one. Should be able Sorry, to see it. Starting at the back, mate. Go for it. Let's uh, let's get the old zoom out going on here. I don't know if it's uh, gone a bit small for you. No, that's okay, mate. That's all good. Nick Nick Pope, obviously in goal. Um, you know, um, Rudiger Van Dyke. I've brought him in, haven't I? Marcos. Oh, Alonso, he's in. Have I jumped on him too late? Quite possibly. Um, but you know, for me, Ben Chilwell isn't going to play a game this another game this season, even though he is sort of starting to come back into fitness, if you like. So, you know, Malonzo's got the spot for me, um, and especially as well with um, with Chelsea having Everton. Um, and then I think the double against, what, Wolves and uh, Leeds uh, 36. So I had to do something with my defence. It needed serious... Um... Oh, just lost your screen there, mate. Oh, he's, we've lost everything from him. His screen's gone. <laughs> yeah, screen's gone. So what I'll do, uh, just while we're waiting for Reedy, I'll bring up my team. Um, I've not made any moves as of yet. I was quite, I was pretty comfortable with my team, if I'm honest, um, going into this week. I am looking at free hitting next week for game week 36, uh, and then a wild card for 37, and then using my bench boost on 38. So I've still got a few chips to bring in uh, to use. Um, so that's my kind of strategy, but my team going into this week, uh, Pope at the back, uh, back four of Alexander-Arnold, Cancelo, Laporte and Alonso. Um, in the midfield so far, um, Kulusevski, Son, Salah, Yotta, and Mount. And then up top, uh, Dennis is in at the moment. So I, I don't, if I can get, I think uh, Mike actually mentioned this. If you, know, Kate, if you get KDB in, it's probably a great shout. You're right, mate. Um, I mean, who would you sacrifice in there? Transfer wise, you know, I think I don't, I can only have to maybe, you know, take a hit and maybe bring two players, move two players around, or obviously take Mo Salah out. But I think Mo Salah's still, still, still on fire, and he really 
don't really want to take him out. But Ollie, any any thoughts on that one, mate? Would you be looking to make any certain moves? Um, I like that team to be honest. Um, I think obviously as well as Burnley have been going, Watford isn't a bad fixture with them at home. So I like the Dennis shout. I thought about that myself. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, I think that's a decent team. I think I genuinely think that's a decent team. You could have a look at someone like Broya coming on maybe um, off your bench. Um, if you don't, I'd have him as first sub. Um, obviously for what you've got, I don't think you need to do much with that. Yeah. So I'd be, I'd be content if that was my team. I'd be pretty content with that. Other than obviously, I wouldn't have uh, Pope and Net, but otherwise, of course. <laughs> well, I don't know, mate. You're starting to turn. Oh, mate, no. <laughs> uh, Reed has just told me he's, uh, his laptop's, uh, his, his battery's just gone, which is typical just before he showed his full team um, and his moves that he made. So, as you do. So, obviously, that's why that cut out. We'll see if we can get him back on before the end of the pod just to go back for his team. But, um, oh, yeah, I guess it's me and you. And we'll, uh, any anyone who's watching live now, feel free to jump in once you see Ollie's team for his, uh, his free hit. So, I've just brought it up on the screen. Ollie, do you want to talk us through what, where you've gone so far? Uh, absolutely. I'm just checking. To, I've just made my last transfer then, so I'm just checking if this is formation which I want to play, which I think it is. Uh, Martinez and Net, uh, Norwich Holmes, probably the best home fixture for any side there. So we've got the double up with him in cash. The return of the king, the return of the king in centre half, Mark Gates. He's in. He's back. <laughs> He's back. The king is back. Mark Gahey is back in the team for now. Cancelo, I think, is the obvious one. Yeah. Uh, Bruno Guimaraes has a tough fixture, but he's been on form for five million. I don't think you can go wrong there. Yeah, nice. uh, De Bruyne in midfield, love that shout. Leads away, leads look awful at the minute. Uh, Smith Rowe, um, Sack had an injury cloud. I didn't really want to get rid of him, but I want to make sure that all my players are playing. And yeah. so I've gone with Smith Rowe over Saka. Um, if Saka's clear to play, um, I'll try and get him back in. Uh, Zaha, we talked about. I like that shout. I've obviously gone with Palace couple of times there, double palace there. Uh, Mo Salah, obviously not got the armband this week. Everyone's saying perma-captain mm. because I've gone against the guru and I've gone Harry Kane as my captain alongside Gabriel Jesus up top. I think off the back of four goals and, and an easy fixture. I mean, the, the thing that Pep Guardiola do, Pep Guardiola arrest him, but I'm going to go with him anyway. Off the back of four goals, how can you go what wrong? Yeah. And I was what, speaking what, to... Also I've not got much on the bench, but I've got... Um, I was speaking to Dan of um, the FPL Way, um, who's got a brilliant thread every week. And he was saying Captain Spurs players. I was going to Captain Harry Kane anyway, because he's got a ridiculous record against Leicester. He's got an unreal record against Leicester. And I just back him to continue it. Um, Spurs needing needing points, needing results for confidence, if nothing else. I just think Kane's going to do something. He always seems to against Leicester, so I'm going to back him into it. To produce the goods again. That is the team for the moment. As I said, I've got a three-hour commute tomorrow from... From Frankston to the other, you know, the other side of Melbourne and back into Melbourne, so I've got quite a long commute um, for those. Who are time. Yeah, so I've got a lot of time to think, but I'm pretty happy with that team at the moment. Hopefully, it does something for me. Yeah, listen, I absolutely love that. I love the um, the cash shout as well. I think he's actually one of the most transferred players in when I was on that earlier. Um, so a lot of a lot of fantasy managers looking at bringing uh, Matty Cash in. I'm sure a lot more. So really like him. He's, I think he. He's had a solid season, hasn't he? Cash. Yeah, he's been even very solid. You think if he, you know, if he potentially, you know, if he stayed with the the England allegiance, you think does he get an England call up? You know, potentially over someone like maybe Carl Walker Peters. He's a good right back, but does Cash get an over him? Obviously, we'll never know because he's obviously switched allegiances to Poland. He's had a really solid season, mm. uh, Matty Cash. If you just had a look on here, um, obviously still under ten percent owned, 
which is, I find, mental. I I think that'll go over 10% by the time the game week starts. Um, 5.2. You have a look during the season. Um, Lately, you know, he's had three, he had three double-digit holes in three weeks a little while ago. Um, So that's, you know, something you can't really ignore. Um, I think he'll do well for me this week, as long as, obviously, they keep a clean sheet, maybe an assist going forward, and Bob's your uncle. Yeah, and like I was just saying, 103,000 managers have brought him in so far this game week. Wow. And second to that is Alonso, uh, Christopher Reed, who's joined us back again on the podcast after his battery just died. So good recovery there, mate. Um, he's brought him in as well. But obviously with your free hit team, Ollie, no Chelsea assets, not not keen? Um, I, I thought about Chelsea. I was going to move. I can't remember who I was going to move to. I, I, you know, I have Werner in my initial team. So I sort of thought, do I stick with him? So obviously, because I'll get my team back next week. I've got Werner moving forward for the double. Everton, it's it's a weird one with 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 um, Chelsea though, because all their midfielders are sort of, you know, they're in that weird price bracket of around eight million. You look at Havertz mm-hmm. and Mount. Um, so I don't really want to go up that high. Alonso, I'd rather Matty Cash over Alonso this week because I think that fixtures they're almost fixture proof there, Villa. Um, Chelsea almost are to a point as well, but Everton, they don't have an awful record at Goodison. Obviously, they, they turned United over the other week, but United are, are basically like, you know, they're, they're, a, they're a non-league. So they're almost like a, I don't know, they're like a non-league side at the moment, aren't they? Like an FC United of Manchester. They're the other, they're the other, they're the Phoenix club at the moment. Um, so that's what you want I really do like your, your free hit team there, by the way, all you've done well to whip that up in the such a time speak. It's that good, I can't even get get the words out, but in um, such a uh, short time, short space. You know yeah. so yeah, short space. But it's great that the one thing for me this week is oh, it's great to free hit. Uh, absolutely, I know why you're doing it, we all know why you're doing it, as I say. Um, but the one thing is a city going to rotate because they've got Madrid midweek. The Bruyne, for me, is the best captain out of everyone because if he plays against Leeds, he's capable of absolutely destroying them. Yeah, it's the question of if, though, isn't it? Again, just said it there, maybe without realising, it's if he plays, it's does the Does he start? Can you afford to... Yeah, I mean, there's a title race going on as well. Let's not forget that. Champions League isn't the be-all and end-all, but have City got enough in their sort of squad to be able to rotate and still actually win that game? The answer's yeah. probably yes. But that De Bruyne pick is so tasty and so good because if he does play as we've said, you know he's more than likely gonna gonna um, you know go off big. Salah is another one. Now with you playing your free hit, I know that majority of people have Salah. He's been okay. I mean United game, you know I know he delivered in that game, but it was United and he's done that earlier on in the season. Before that though, his form wasn't the best no necessarily. Could you go without Salah to fund someone else in your midfield? Do you think, or would you not risk that? No, the the only the only player that I was looking at was Son, um, and I think Salah over Son at the moment, just because of the amount of people that still have Salah. If you have a look, go over to Mohamed Salah now, mm. still fifty nine percent owned, despite what you know. Everywhere you, you hear is a mass exodus on Salah. Everyone's saying, do we go without Salah? You'd think that that ownership has plummeted. It has to a point, but it's still at, oh, just under 60%. I don't want but to if you're playing that. your free hit and you're trying to get manager of the month and you're playing against catching up with a guru, yeah, I not think that Sadio Mane playing in that middle striker role is might be a better option, save you a bit of coin as well. Don't you know? gaslight me, Reedy. <laughs> <laughs> you but, know what but, I mean. You know what I mean. Look, I do, but I think... Knowledge. 
I think to a point, I don't think anybody's going to captain Harry Kane. I don't think there's going to be many that captain Kane this week. So that might be my little differential shout. Like I you look know, at it, I think after Europe, most it, people are expecting Leicester to rotate quite a lot. Well, so. yeah, but you look at it's not even in the gurus captain shouts whatsoever. Twenty two percent only own Kane. Yeah, which you'd expect that to be more. Yeah. Even Leicester going to captain him because they'll probably go with someone like a Salah or a De Bruyne. So I think that's a bit of a niche call. You look at Gahey, no one ever has Mark Gahey. Everyone should have him because he's an See, at, at this point, point though, all, are you trying to play it safe or are you trying to go for it? I'm trying to go for it. Like, So, so you don't pick Salah then, do you, Jack? Well, I mean, there's, there's things you've got to do. I think you've got to, you've almost got to have Salah because if you if you don't have Salah and he goes massive, then you've, you've stuffed it. I don't know. I wish I had a free hit to just to kind of have a little toy around with. But for me, the likes of Mane, Kane, yes, I agree with that one. Um, you know, possibly, but, but like, possibly who, even, who would I, even. Sorry, go who on. Who would I go to? Who would I go to though? Because if you look at what, if from, you look at from Salah, you could go to anyone from Salah. But I don't want to go to. I don't want to go to like a, a seven million. I think I as well, Smith wrote Smith Rose another another th- sort of like will he start won't he type of player as well. Like you probably want with a free hit players who are yeah differentials but are also nailed. And Mane is 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 nailed. You know Kane's nailed. Jesus more than likely will play. You would think the way the way his form's going at the minute. Um, you know. But I think, you know, don't get me wrong though, you've always just whipped this up. So I know it isn't the finished um, you know, finished yeah. product of an article, but there's just a little bit of time for a bit more tweaking and food for thought for you there, mate. Probably. Uh, I don't <laughs> mind the Mane shout, but I think Salah I just think Salah, if you go without him, you're just risking a lot. And That's what it is, players. though. It's, it's the risk free hit for manager of the month, mate. I've got I've got a lot of other players that a lot of other managers might not have. And I think I'm just going to try and compensate that. Yeah. Well, you're 20, oh, 20 points, about 20 points there or thereabouts from the from the top at the moment of, um, you know, in regards to manager of the month, mate. So, you know, um, I, I wish you the best of luck. I want you to win it, buddy. I want you really do. So do I. So do I. He's <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely game on. We're excited to see how this finishes. But, uh, Ollie, you, you'll definitely be putting your team up on the on your Twitter feed, I presume, once, you, once you've logged in. Uh, FPL yeah. if, if, if I remember to put it up on Twitter, that Twitter feed, I, I, I've got, I, I'm not great on Twitter alongside only running my own account, my main account. I'm not good on running any other account. So my, my FPL Twitter account's gone quite stagnant at this point. Well, if you um, manage to get it up there, mate, I'm sure everyone will be intrigued to see what you yeah. do because but it's it up on the screen anyway. Like, I've just given away my whole game plan for the week. Like, that's probably going to be at least ninety percent of my team for the week. Like, it's there. It have you seen? I've seen James Gaston. James Gaston as well chipping in, saying uh, Jesus to blank. Yeah, look yeah, at it. It. And everyone calls me that. Everyone calls me like the master of mind games. Like. Have a day off, James. Like you, you've had your, you've had your, you've had your five minutes of fame and your, your two hundred bucks in your back pocket. Let someone else win it for a change. You green little so. Oh my goodness! All right. Oh, cap. So you're captain. You're looking at Kane at the moment, mate. Uh, I guess you'll yeah. leave on there for the moment and then read it. Cap, uh, did you want to finish off your team, buddy? Yeah, just quickly finish it off. Um, yeah. I think I was talking about obviously bringing the Hanzo in, which I did. Yeah. Um, and then apart from that, uh, I'll just quickly share it. 
as I said, my defence needed some surgery. Um, it was absolutely shocking, really, um, with that injury to Livermento and uh, also Doherty's out for the season. So it left me with with literally Van Dyke and uh, Rudiger. So, yeah, so um, I think I've shared it there. Is that right, boys? Is it coming yeah, up? Yeah, it's all yeah. up on the screen now. So, yeah, so the back, that back like said, Rudiger, Van Dyke and Alonso. Go on. That's the one. So then, yeah, Sab, Mohamed Salah's in there. Now Kulikevsky was the one who was going to potentially be taken out, and um, and and brought you know was going to maybe bring Coutinho in for him, um, and keep hold of Luis Diaz because Luis Diaz was the guy I brought in last week and the differential really because he's so low owned. But after what happened against Everton, I know he didn't start. He came on, did quite well. It's just that in the league, I feel like. Uh, Jota and Mane and, and the Salah might be the ones who sort of start and play. Yeah, so I did. I did keep Kulikevsky. I've got Mount in there from my transfer last week. Coutinho, Phil Coutinho was coming in against Norwich now uh, for Luis Diaz. Uh, so I'm hoping that guy can get me some points. And uh, Saka, keeping him. He's been back in training, so no no reason to worry or panic on that one, boys, if you've got him. And uh, yeah, Timo Puki and Kane carry on up front for me. So that is... Midfield's looking really solid. The back three is obviously great as well. Uh, Everton do have a good, this good home record under Lampard compared to their away record. But um, the triple up on Chelsea assets, a lovely jubbly. Um, and the top two, Pookie and Kane. You know, Pookie's dangerous. And, you know, that Kane, obviously, as Ollie was just saying, um, low ownership still for, for Harry Kane and capable of absolutely anything with this record he's got against Leicester. So, yeah, you know, be intrigued to see what happens there, mate. And who you captain it's got to be Harry Kane for me for now. Um, I'm going to keep it on him. I think, yeah, Leicester, they are going to yeah, definitely switch around players and, and whatnot after Europe. And I think the, um, correct me if I'm wrong, did they go, was it 1-1 the game finished last night um, against Roma? Or was it 2-1? No, 1-1 it finished. 1-0. All. Um, all to play for then. I mean, I know the game isn't until next Thursday, which is a long way off. So maybe they, they can actually, you know, sort of feel that they yeah, it. Tottenham, yeah. but... You know, it's at Spurs Stadium, um, Tottenham, as I say, they're, they're chomping at the bit to unleash the beast again. Um, so I think that they will probably win that game. Um, so for me, Harry Kane's the captain. If I was going to take another kind of, I don't know, a punt or choose someone else, the risk is going to be for Phil Coutinho probably, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, nice, nice work, mate. Um, I've, <laughs> I've got my, my captain at the minute. It's either going to be Cancelo or, sorry, yeah, Cancelo, Son or Salah. So I'm in that triangle. So I just need to decide who I want on there. Do you go boring with the Salah one? Or, you know, Son's done well for me in the past and Cancelo's that differential, which obviously the guru kind of mentioned as well. So, mm. you know, do you want to go really differential and go maybe Dennis? Too much of a risk. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely know. not Dennis. You, yeah, you never know though, do you? But... Um, I think that kind of wraps up where we're at there. Um, did you want to touch on anything from you know going forward strategy, you know free, free hits, wild cards, any other chips, double game weeks, when you're playing, what when when to avoid? Um, for me, I've got a bench boost, and um, I know Ollie's he's been talking about his free hit and whatnot. Um, you're in the in the fortunate position to have three chips left, Jack. Um, so um, you know. I think for me, 
just to keep it short and sweet, bench boost 36 is the plan for next week. Yeah. Um, that's when I'll be playing mine 110%. That'll be going in there, the bench boost. And I'm looking at setting my team up moving forward to have as many doublers as I can um, to just maximise the bench boost. So, yeah, no no specific plans because, of course, in the meantime, after this game week uh, 35, you know, things could change, players could get injured or, you know, suspensions and things like that. So I won't reveal who I'm looking to bring in as of yet. Um, but I'm interested to know what, what your kind of plan is having these three three chips left, Jack. What? Yeah, you... I think I don't know if you were on, on, on earlier. I mentioned it going, obviously, this week, uh, obviously, just making my transfer. Next week, game week 36, free hit. Game week 37, wild card. And then finish off with that bench boost in uh, in 38. So that's that's the kind of plan in there. So obviously, 37, trying, trying to aim to have this, obviously, uh, the best team and bench possible. Um, or, or obviously make an extra transfer or two on 38 to make sure that bench boost gets well taken advantage of. But that's yeah. my strategy leading into these next couple of weeks. I think I'm on par for around the same points as last season, which is a bit annoying. Um, you know, whether that's improvement or it's a harder season to navigate, I don't know. Um, you know, you can be you can be decide that. But that's my uh, yeah, that's my strategy going into there. Oh. But obviously, look, go on, mate. I was going to say, what what do you think of that, Ollie, in regards to to Jack and how he's going to play his chips? Do you think do you think he could do anything different there, or do you think he's he's got the right plan with them, or or what? I think for me, the wild card is definitely the trickiest because if you've left it to this late in the season, you know, it's kind of it, not a waste, but the whole idea of wild card is to kind of set yourself up and change your team to maybe either use chips or for a double game week, mm-hmm. so to speak. And I think using it this late in the season, you're not getting the maximum benefit from it. Um, but yeah, what what's your sort of thoughts on it all? What do you think? Well, I mean, it could do a lot different, like, couldn't it? But I think with the chips you've got left, Jack, and the times you've got left in which to use them, this is the perfect strategy for mine. Like, you've not got long to use your wild card. You've not got long to use your bench boost. But if you set your team up, you know, with a wild card and then bench boost, that that's obviously sensible. Like you do that most points in the season, wild card and bench boost, because mm-hmm. that, that's you know that's sensible. And if you've got your other free hit, you play it. So I think I probably would have played my wild card earlier. You haven't done. Maybe that explains why you you know you've got a poor rank this year. Um, <laughs> he couldn't help but, himself. We knew it was but, coming. He was he was dying to say it. But but you you've still got it. So I think your strategy with the chips you've got is the best one. Yeah, I think you just go for me. No I'd problem, go, no I personally go wild card now, bench boost 36, free hit 37. That's what I'd, I'd play it. Because 38, I don't know. I mean, to use your free hit in 38, it's a player's going to be... Wait, you free hit 38, Jack? Sorry? Did you say free hit 38? I thought no. you were bench boosting 38. I'm free, I'm free oh, hitting sorry. next week. Yeah, yeah sorry. So bench, bench boost, that's what I meant. The problem you've got with that is, is that how how much are things then settled? Like, you know, the title race could be over. You've got players who are, you don't know who's definitely going to start. And I just think, I don't know. I think your 36 for your bench boost, it, it's that's got to be the one for me. I don't know. I really do. We've got the doublers. Eh? Double, obviously, it's double game week, isn't it, with all these double game weeks? Yeah. To do, to do bench boost on there, you've got to have the right squad now. Well, yeah, you, you've got a wild card, mate. Yeah, but you're saying wild card now then for 35. Wow. Wild card now, get your players in for this Thanks. week and next week. Then next week, you don't have to do anything because you got your players in, unless there's an injury. You know, you got yourself set up for 36, and that's the whole point of a bench boost, really, at this stage of the season, anyway. I wish I'd have saved my wild card for, for, for exactly that reason. I'd have been playing my wild card this week 
and it'd have been bench boosting, but it's not the way it is. But for you, you know, I think you don't use your wild card after this game week. You know, what then? You're going to use it 37. You're then going to have what? You're going to try and set yourself up 37 um, by using your wild card. Um, uh, yeah, double game, bench, double game weeks, weeks, and then bench use your bench boost in 38. But the difference is 38 is not a double game week. It's a single game week. So, yeah. You know, you're going to have players on your bench for your 36. I think the biggest argument now, but my team now is 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 good for this week. So I can't see how there's any major major moves to make in this but, one. But, but I don't think, team, I don't think if you use your wild card any other week that it's too late in the season to kind of benefit from it to make so many changes. Mm. I think you've, it is what it is now. So regardless of if you want to use it or not because your team's looking good, you could probably use it and keep a lot of the players that you've got in still, yeah. you know, that you don't want to ship out and bring maybe three, four in that you wouldn't have. Also, bear in mind setting up your bench for next week. So then you know whoever's going to be on your bench has double games. And, yeah, you know, and listen, like you raised some good points, and uh, Ospai jumps in there on the last game week. Bench boost is hard on the final game week, which is spot on there because you don't know, obviously, playing, what they're playing for. But I think if you're looking, you know, at those in the top that top eight or top six for the European spots, if you pick players around there who are playing for something... The 38 is usually in the part, based on the past. There's a lot of goals in, the, in you know, the well, last, yeah, it's last crazy. few years of the usually season. Crazy. Usually um, crazy, but the league's generally done and dusted by then, whereas this season is you know, a freak in a lot of positions this, this season. Teams getting relegated on the playing for relegation. The top, top two are battling out for first and second. Then you've got all these European spots. There's only quite a few teams left in that middle ground who haven't got maybe much to play for in that respect. So mm. I think looking at that, looking at that on that way, might be some open games, but there's a lot to play for. I think a lot, a lot of teams are playing for a lot of stuff at, at, for this season, which is a is a crazy year, a crazy season again that we've had. Interesting, but, interesting yeah. though. But you know, whatever you choose to do. I'm sure yeah. me and Ollie uh, will wish you that all the best because we know that you won't be catching us anyway. So it does. No, it's me it. versus Elliot Craig now anyway. Nick, so <laughs> we'll, have to see, we'll have to see what happens. But yeah. listen, lads, absolute pleasure as always. Obviously, great to have you back on. Um, we had some good chats tonight, some good discussions. Love seeing the free hit team, and obviously wishing Ollie well this week and see if he can put a bit of pressure on the guru, but stay well ahead of Reedy. Uh, obviously, everyone, thank you for joining us. I did get a text from James Gasden just a moment ago saying Ollie was getting a bit hot under the collar. He was said he was struggling. Um, but if you are, you know, if you want to read it, sorry, do you want to jump in with something? I just wanted to mention, I know we talked about it at the beginning, um, but I just wanted to give a few a few sort of name drops to um, to the guys from FFS who remembered me. Sure, Only because Ollie uh, brought up Dan from the FBL way. And I did chat to Dan, actually. Um, we had a good chat, me and Dan. We talked about um, the FBL Way uh, website that they've got going, you know, where you can plan ahead, um, you know, for, for your season or for your game weeks and things like that, uh, which I do use now, actually. I've been using for a few weeks. Um, it's a great tool. And, you know, he did tell me that it, there's, there's a few improvements that he wants to, you know, make on that. So uh, it was great getting to see him and chat to him. Uh, Ray Koreshi as well, Nima, who sets up all the London meets, um, you know, Boona, who's, who's a massive on, you know, Twitter. Loads of the Game Week 39 players as well. Uh, people are getting involved in that for the charity Street Child, um, which they're setting up in Birmingham um, uh, at the end of May. So the Champions League final weekend, which I'll be going to. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's probably a few names on there, like I say, that, that I can't think of. Mo as well, FPL Trophy. There's, there's so many people. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to drop a few more names there and, um, and yeah, say, yeah, thank you to the guys for, 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 for the great time, really. Yeah, brilliant stuff, Reedy. And, and listen, there's so much going on in the UK. Obviously, we're not as blessed here in Australia to have uh, a more, obviously, a larger community and a tight community. We're obviously we're doing what we can, but we're learning lots from what everyone's doing in the UK. And there's so many, like I said, so many good people and a lot of content creators doing a lot of good stuff, which inspire what we do over here in Australia as well, down under. Um, so, obviously, keep up the great work with that. And obviously, we, we can't wait to, uh, you know, if the FPL Social can collab with, FPL Fest, you know, FF Fest and Ed and the boys, that'd be fantastic. And we can do uh, some, you know, some good content to to raise even more uh, FPL kind of content out here as well and grow the game, as they say. But that is it for tonight. Obviously, we wish everyone all the best going into uh, game week 35. It looks like it's going to be set for a good one. Uh, and thanks to the boys again for joining us, Ollie and Reedy. Um, jump on our Twitter to see any more content and, and see the boys at FPL Podcast. Um, what is going on here? Be careful with the hot mic, really. <laughs> um, little comment there, little dig from Ollie. But yeah, we'll see you next week. We are running out of time. There's not many game weeks left, but uh, may all your FPL dreams come true and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>